This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. It is Thursday, September 8th. Another big weekend of college football is upon us. For all the latest on college football recruiting, make sure you stay locked into 247sports.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, like this video and please subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. We're going to preview perhaps the biggest game of the week that would be Alabama at Texas from a recruiting angle and to do so we've got Mike Roach here joining us he is the recruiting editor at Horns 247 the Longhorns website on 247 Sports Network and Mike I hope you have stocked up on on the tacos heading into this week because we're going to need the energy to track down some of these visitors absolutely it's going to be a It's going to be a fun one. It should be a big weekend on the 40 acres. I I think in my time covering Texas, only the Notre Dame game in 2016 and the the LSU game in 2019 have produced, you know, kind of the hype like this game will. And this is number one coming in. So always, uh, always a little different when when you have that. And so we're putting a a big visitor list together over at Orange 24-7 and adding more names by the day. I don't think it's a huge official visitor list. uh, And we're going to get into some of the names expected to make it down to Austin for this game. It's an early kickoff, so I think maybe that had a, a role in it. Obviously, it's it's an early kick. Uh, 11 o'clock, is it, Mike, uh, local time? Yeah, 11 a.m. It'll be bright and early for you uh, at 9 a.m. So when you... Exactly. So when you think about the logistics, right, of recruits making it down to Texas, catching flights, they all have their own high school game to play on on Friday night. Uh, That doesn't give you a lot of time to make it down there. So, you know, I think had this been a four o'clock kick or a seven o'clock kick, uh, we're talking about a different type of of official visitor list, expecting uh, a lot of recruits to still make it down to Austin. But it, it does lose a little bit of its luster. Now, before we do get into some of those names, I wanted to discuss the this idea of perception, right? Like I think recruits in general are probably not going down there expecting Texas to win this game. I think they just want to see Texas put up a fight. And I think they want they want Texas to show that they are taking positive steps in their own trajectory, right? Like in their own development, in the way that this program is building. Just show enough there. And I think it's a win for Texas from a recruiting angle. Of course, Steve Sarkeesian, B. John Robinson, Quinn Ewers, all those guys are going to say they want to win this game. But I think if you show enough... And 
And if you're Texas and you're allowing yourself to 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 give these recruits some hope about the future in the SEC, all you have to do is is have a competitive matchup. Absolutely. I think that the expectations are somewhat low. Uh, nationally, or I, I would say very low nationally. Nobody's expecting Texas to win this game. So they're in a spot where if they can, you know, just compete at a higher level than I think people think they are capable of, then they've already notched some sort of perception win, as you would say. And then, I mean, if the unthinkable happens and, and they do end up pulling off a win, then, you, you know, you've, you're kind of playing on a, on house money at that point. You've cashed in on a big recruiting weekend. I think that what we saw last year with with Texas A&M beating number one Alabama at home and then launching that into the top rated class in the country, something like that could happen. But I do think recruits right now just kind of want to see how this program stacks up with the nationally elite, especially with Texas moving on to the SEC in the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. This has been a program that's been making noise. Number two in the composite team recruiting rankings nationally heading into this matchup for the 2023 recruiting class. There are three official visitors that we know of midweek heading into this weekend. Uh, the number one player at the tight end position, Deuce Robinson's expected to be there. Tausili Akana, the number one edge rusher from the state of Utah, is supposed to be there. Uh, and Texas will also be hosting Jalen Hale, receiver, four-star prospect, top 100 player in the composite, an in-state player there from Longview in the state of Texas. Let's start with Deuce Robinson. Mike, this is a player who his interest in the Longhorns is a bit more delayed. I think it's been maybe a newer uh, thing in in his recruitment for the longest time. It's it's been essentially a USC Georgia Alabama battle. He took multiple unofficial visits to each of those schools already in this process. He's a big baseball player who participated in uh, the perfect game scouting combine. He's also at the Under Armour game, the area code game. So this is a player who spent a lot of his offseason in the summer playing baseball. But he did get a chance to mix in some unofficial visits on the football side of things. Now, the big angle working here for Texas is his friendship with Arch Manning, the highly coveted, highly touted number one player in the 2023 class. They were able to meet actually on an unofficial visit together to Clemson last year. They struck a relationship. They've been maintaining contact. That's been a big driving force in his interest with the Longhorns. What do you expect Texas's angle to be for Deuce Robinson to be able to, to get in the picture here and really make a push for a player that right now is trending towards USC on the 24-7 sports crystal ball? Well, I think first off, you mentioned his baseball side, and, and Texas has a, a nationally elite baseball program, probably the most decorated in, in you know NCAA history. They've got more trips to Omaha than just about anybody. So I do think that'll be a big factor uh, that they will pitch him. But if you watch last week's game against Louisiana Monroe, Steve Sarkeesian utilized Jatavian Sanders at tight end quite a bit. I think he had 85 yards and a touchdown. And I, I think that that's what they're looking to showcase is how they can put a vertical tight end like Deuce Robinson who can stretch the field in position to succeed. And they've got openings at that position to come in and play almost immediately. That's going to be their, their big hope. And they're going to have to put it on display against a team that, like you said, he is considering in Alabama. And um, that's always kind of a, a catch-22 to me because you're, you you have a chance to put up a good presentation, but you also have a chance for that other team that you're battling against to put put up something good as well. So um, I, I think they're, they're doing the best with what they have. Robinson, 
actually has visited Austin before. I remember, you know, running into him on campus last summer at their elite camp and uh, just looking at him getting out of the car and thinking, who is that? And uh, he definitely catches your eye right away. But I think that the, the big hope is just display what they have at the tight end position and what they can do with it. Mix that baseball element in there and, and see kind of what comes out of the weekend. Yeah, 6'6", 225. We've likened him to a high school version of Aaron Judge uh, at the tight end position. Number one, like I mentioned, at his position in this 2023 class, a player who already took his official visit to USC. So the Trojans are hoping to maintain that pole position in his recruitment. He does plan to take officials to Alabama and Georgia during the season, but I'm not anticipating a decision at any point during the season. This this sounds like it's going to go towards that early signing period, potentially even at whichever All-American game he plays at. Uh, he could be announcing his, t- his decision on national TV. That's that type of recruitment. So it, it gives Texas, I think, a lot of, of runway here. I think this is an opportunity for them to stamp their name firmly in the battle because they did emerge a little later. And I think that interest has risen since Arch Manning joined the recruiting class. I think that's been a big catalyst here. Now it's Steve Sarkeesian's chance to make this push to really solidify the Longhorns in his recruitment. And it still gives them a few few more months to really make a push and to really make it seem like Austin will be the place for him. And obviously baseball is also one of those factors that he's considering. Let's move on to the next prospect, Tausili Akana, the number one edge rusher in the West region out of Sky Ridge High School in the state of Utah, originally from the state of Hawaii, and has a relationship with Longhorns commit Leona Lefau out of Kahuku. They were actually supposed to play together in Kahuku, if not for the pandemic. Both of them spent their sophomore seasons on the mainland playing high school football when it was canceled on the islands. Leona Lefau went back to Hawaii to play at Kahuku, and uh, Tausile kind of stayed on the mainland to play. Now he's in Utah, and so this will give, I think, Texas an opportunity to potentially pair both of them together. Uh, and there's an interesting angle because his his, his sister uh, actually already transferred to Texas from Nebraska, where she was playing volleyball. Yeah, and she's been a smash hit on the volleyball team, from what I understand. Oh, so. that's a nice pun. I like it. <laughs> One of their best players. I don't I don't know much about volleyball, but I see her name come up a lot. Texas has a, a definite need to edge in this class. They need pass rushers, and, and there are a few better in the country than Tassili Akana. He's been to Texas, I believe, twice. He was there last summer and then came once again this summer on that big barnstorming tour him and his dad made across the country. I think Texas has done a good job of keeping themselves in a position to make a move. And and is this weekend the weekend that they can make a move? I think that the family angle does play big with his sister there. From what I understand, the two are are very close and and wouldn't mind the idea of going to college together. And then, like I said, an immediate need at at edge rusher for for Texas. I think that, you know, they they had a relationship with Jake Longy, who was previously on staff and has left the staff to to go outside of the the business and, uh, and do something else. So I do think that that may hurt them a little bit. Uh, but, you know, Pete Kwiatkowski and Jeff Choate are, are very experienced in, in recruiting out West and recruiting in that area from their time at Washington and Boise State. Steve Sarkeesian is a, you know, BYU legend and, and has that reputation, I, I think, as well uh, within that state. So I do think that they know kind of what they're 
dealing with here um, and, and how to recruit a player like Tosili. It's just going to come down to, I think, how this weekend goes and, and if he can see himself there. Uh, Blair, I'd ask you, uh, who are they really you know, competing against at this point? You know, I, I think Oklahoma's up there. He's supposed to take an v- official visit there later this season. LSU has, has made a, a strong push for him as well. Uh, out West, the only program that I see having a chance to, to make a dent in this recruitment would be Oregon, and you can never count them out. They already have eight top 24-7 prospects committed in this class. And, you know, when you think about Dan Lanning and Tosh Lupoi and Tony Tuioti, all the guys that are on that staff on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you never count out the Ducks for any player from the West Coast, especially with the way they're recruiting right now. Uh, I know he wants to get back to Tennessee for for an official there. It sounds like Nico Iamaleava, the quarterback that's committed there, has been making a strong push to to, to recruit him. And uh, so th- this, this has been a, a really interesting battle because he did take those eight trips right on eight consecutive days in the summer he wrapped it up with us with a trip to texas on that final day and you would have thought okay by the eighth day this kid's probably really tired he doesn't really want to be on this campus doesn't want to be on this visit but texas was one of the highlights of of that eight eight school trip during that that week-long tour of the south so it's it's going to be interesting to see how much ground i think texas is able to make up here in this battle because this is the chance for them to set a standard and to set a, an impression in terms of the official visits. Yeah, it might be the first one that he takes during the season, but this is going to be a benchmark now that he's going to be able to to measure Texas with. And, and what's interesting, Mike, is that he has a high school game on Friday night. He will head straight to the airport and he has a red eye out of Salt Lake City that will take him to Atlanta. And then he'll fly from Atlanta to Austin. That's the only way he'll be able to make it to that 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, it sounds like he'll be in, in Austin a couple hours before the the you know the the ball starts to fly there i think that's maybe the biggest hurdle for texas here is how how tired could this kid be uh, on his official visit since that direct flight from austin or from salt lake city to austin uh would put him you know that first one would put him there by halftime so that would be the biggest hurdle that i look at uh, with this and and i think that's maybe the biggest negative about this game is is the kickoff time yeah it sounds like the staff will need to stock up on red bulls for the uh for the recruiting lounge for those guys i remember last year ernest green uh from bosco coming in for his official visit for an 11 a.m. kick and uh, watching the big man, he, he took the red eye, watching the big man in the stands try to keep his eyes open uh, and all those sorts of things. It is a big hurdle for him. I know the staff likes 11 a.m. kicks for recruiting visits because it allows them to spend most of the day rather than guys getting in early and then not getting to spend any one-on-one time with them while they're preparing for the game all day. But when you are recruiting these West Coast guys, that is always a, a big factor. Yeah, we've seen the pregame spread that they put on the recruits beds in their hotel rooms a lot of candy i'm assuming will be on that bed for tausilia Kana. let's take a short break but after the break we're going to continue our conversation on texas recruiting ahead of this big matchup against alabama you're listening to the 24 7 sports football recruiting podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair Angulo with Mike Roach, the recruiting editor at Horns 24-7, the Texas site on the 24-7 Sports Network. Mike, we saw LeBron James last week make his trip out to Ohio State. That was the big profile recruiting matchup, Notre Dame, Ohio State. We've got Alabama, Texas. Who are you expecting on the sidelines and who are recruits going to want to be taking photos with? That's a good question. You know, I mean, Texas has its own set of luminaries that shows up for this game. Of course, Matthew McConaughey will probably be making his way around the field and he's always a big hit with the recruits' mothers um, when he's when he's there. You know, The Undertaker will show up from time to time. He lives in the area. Okay. Um, he, he's been what's his real name does he uh, have mark, a real name mark or, calloway okay do, do you think people go up to me like hey mark 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 can i get a photo or do they go hey taker i think can it's you uh, roll your can you yeah can you roll your eyes back and let's take yeah, this, this shot real quick i think just for for respect's sake it's taker you know he's he's been there a couple times um i think you could see some former players vince young guys like that uh certainly make their way down there so it should be a, a pretty crowded sideline and uh you know austin usually turns out for a big game like this you know, when you think about the the game and the ability for Texas to make an impression on recruits, where where would you put Jalen Hale in, in that mix for them to be able to, you know, gain some ground here and, and really make an impression on this prospect from within the state's borders? It's a really odd recruitment because it's run really hot and cold for Texas. Jalen Hale is a kind of freakishly athletic, tall, long, wide receiver from East Texas out of the powerhouse program from Longview. Um, he's been a starter since his freshman year out there, which is a tough thing to do. And, you know, at times it seems he's been really high on Texas and times really low. Right now, they're kind of on the upswing with him, but he is just coming off of an official visit from Alabama. He's got an official visit to Texas A&M next week, I believe, where his uh, one of his best friends is, is Haynes King is the starting quarterback for the Aggies. So Texas is in a spot here where they really need to make him come out of this weekend, you know, believing in what they can do. Now, now Hale, I think, is really high on the prospects of playing with Arch Manning. And I think that that would be, you know, something in their favor and the way Texas can throw the ball and move the ball um, is something that he likes but he's also I think big into NIL I think that's going to be a big part of the pitch and and those sorts of things so we'll, we'll just kind of see what the buzz is coming out of the weekend I do think that you know Arch Manning will not make it in this weekend and I do think that that might hurt Texas a little bit with some of these guys not hurt but you know it would certainly help if if Manning was there uh, kind of rallying the troops so you know, I, I do think Hale has a good relationship with Brendan Marion, the wide receivers coach at Texas, who uh, is able to relate to kids on many different levels because of his story and his background. That's so interesting. But we'll see. We'll see if, if Texas is enough to overcome kind of what Alabama did last week. Who would have the longer line waiting for photos, The Undertaker or Arch Manning? I guess it would depend on the demographic, right? Like, uh, I think guys like you and I would probably be waiting for The Undertaker. Mark Calloway, I guess, is his yeah. name. Or was he known? He was also known as the American Badass for a while, right? Yeah. Am I, think, I, am I, am I, I aging was, myself here? That was kind of past my wrestling watching experience, but I do think that that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there's going to be a, a huge contingent of recruits there. Before we go, Mike, uh, the atmosphere, I think, is going to be the interesting thing, right? Like, how, how are Texas fans going to be able to, 
build up and add to the atmosphere for an 11 a.m. kickoff. And there's going to be a lot of younger prospects that you know, could potentially be looking at this as a preview for what Texas could accomplish in the SEC once it eventually makes that move in in conferences. Who are some of the big names that you're expecting to be there in the underclassmen group? Well, I think, first off, when you talk about atmosphere, you know, you've got to cross your fingers in Texas on the weather. An 11 a.m. kick in September could mean 110 degrees. Or, you know, if we keep getting the rain we've been getting, it, it might cool off enough to be a very pleasant day. There are some big names coming unofficially in 2023. Marcus Deal, a big defensive line target for them out of Naaman Forest in the Garland area in Dallas. Mikel Harrison, pilot from right up the road in Temple, a, a multifaceted athlete who could play receiver or defensive back. Those guys will be there. And then in the 24 class, you know, they've got guys like Micah Hudson, who's, who's probably the top receiver in the state of Texas. Colin Simmons from Duncanville, one of the top edge rushers in the country. Uh, you've got Zeno Umeo Zulu, one of the other top edge rushers in, in the country, whose brother Nate committed to Texas last year and signed with them and should see some playing time. Um, and then Peyton Pierce, who's their top target at linebacker in the state of Texas from Lovejoy uh, out in the Lucas area. So a lot of big names in that 24. And I think that more so than, not more so, but as much as you'd like to build in that 23 class, you want to start providing foundations for 24 and 25. And uh, Yeah, I mean, considering there's already 22 commitments, right, in this 2023 recruiting class, already up to two nationally in the rankings, not a lot of room, right? You're saving some spots for the Tausilia Kanas and the Deuce Robinsons and, and the Jalen Hale, the players that we already mentioned that will be there on officials. But like you mentioned, right, to your point, this is as big for those 24s, those 25s, as it is for those finishing touches in this current cycle. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you you also need to save a couple of spots for the transfer portal in this day and age. So they are just about buttoned up in 23. And I think that they have a chance with the guys I mentioned, Draylon Miller, one of the top, you know, two-way players in the country out of Silsby in Southeast Texas, you know, a couple of offensive linemen coming in. This is an opportunity to really cement things with them because I think the 23 guys are, are pretty much you know their minds are not made up but they're pretty far into their process to where i don't know if one result will change things one way or another where this weekend could be a a a big time you know momentum shift for those underclassmen yeah like i mentioned the result i don't know if anyone's expecting texas to upset alabama i think everyone's hoping for a competitive game a really cool atmosphere and obviously that would really i think allow texas to like you said build some momentum heading into the future classes mike thank you so much for joining us it's been a pleasure you are the original american badass <laughs> i appreciate that blair coming from you means quite a lot all right that is mike roach the recruiting editor at horns 24 7 the texas site in the 24 7 sports network i am blair angulo for our producer lance glenn thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24 7 sports football recruiting podcast 